Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on the air. And, you know, it's, uh, it's that time of year that we uh, actually that uh, a lot of attention is given to uh, Black History Month. And, uh, of course, we know that Black History is every month. So, uh, anyway, I'm just going to talk a little bit about Black History this month. And, I mean, this, uh, today, and uh, we have a guest on, Gabriel Prawl, will be on around 2.15, talk about the Black Legislative Day. Uh, and then Mrs. Francis Oliver out in Florida. Uh, she's a historian there in uh, Goldsboro. Seminole County, Sanford, and she's going to talk a little bit about Sanford and about the, the history there. I always go back there because that's where I'm from. Uh, and so she'll have a lot to talk about. So, But I'll start off with just saying that uh, every day for me was Black history when I grew up. Uh, and uh, and it was beautiful. I mean, all, all the pictures in the schools of, of Black people, of course. And I got, you know, I got to learn a lot. Uh, but the thing that I, that I think that it was so important for me and even today, I talk about that. Uh, is the uh, actually sing and lift every voice and sing every day? I didn't know that that wasn't the the national anthem at that time, but it was a song that I'd sung every day all of my life until recently. <laughs> all of my life until I got to be eighteen, I didn't know no other song. So, um, so anyway, I didn't know no other song, but lift every voice and sing. And uh, it has taken me far. And I posted the other day that uh, one, one thing about, about uh, singing that song on a daily basis, it will, get, it will give your children strength for the journey. Strength for the journey. Um, and one thing that I learned the other day about black, uh, about history, actually it's American history, but someone sent me a copy of the uh, Confederate uh, Constitution. That was written in 1861. And that constitution, I'm going to read part of it for you. Here, just a minute, I can get that for you. That constitution said that, um, oh, it said some things about the, um, about the, about the Negro that wasn't, was not that pleasant. So um, anyway, it was really something. But it's the corner, it was the cornerstone stone of the Confederate, um, uh, of the Confederate um, constitution. And the reason why I, I say that is because what's happening in America today would be really good if we could understand how all this fits together. And this was given by, uh, this was given by, his name was uh, Stevens, uh, Alexander Stevens. He was the president of the, uh, vice president of the Confederate uh, because the Confederate uh, broke from, from the 13th original colonies, all this is history altogether, uh, and uh, set their own government up. And so they had to have a constitution <laughs> because they had broken with the 13th original, 13 original colonies. And it says our government is founded upon the, upon the exact opposite ideas. Its foundations are laid, its cornerstones rest upon the great truth that the Negro is not equal to the white with the white man, that slavery, subordination to the superior race is his natural and normal condition. This is what was said in 1861. And it's amazing that that battle is still going on today. That uh, it, it's still going on today. And the reason why I mention it, because it is so pronounced today that uh, even with people who was not around, no, was not even alive then, of course, surely I wasn't here, but my ancestors were, uh, uh, of course they were, because I'm here now. 
Uh, and it's amazing how this, how, how this uh, untruth uh, has, uh, has, has, has taken hold of people uh, and they believe that. I mean, because what people don't know is that the patron saint of, uh, of Germany was called was Maurice, St. Maurice. He was black. Uh, the, the, one of the, the, uh, uh, some, some of the, uh, uh, some of the Europeans, uh, code of honors that they had, uh, uh had, uh, was black. So, so this is a, this is an ongoing web of a bunch of stuff that's not true. But what's so remarkable about all of this is that in, in the midst of all of this untruth, we have all of this greatness that continue to, uh, that continue to rise. And that's the beauty of all of this, is that no matter what has been said, then you have all of this, uh, all of this, uh, all of this uh, 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 ingenuity, uh, all that was given uh, uh, to America. <laughs> oh my goodness, so much was given. So I'll spend some time talking about some of the things that, of course, we had Benjamin Banner, <laughs> Banneker. Uh, he wrote, he he worked, uh, he actually laid out the map. For, for for Washington D.C. Um, and I think he died was the first person to die in the uh, in 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 the uh, war between uh, uh, Britain and American. Um, and uh, he also had an almanac. He was the first. Uh, he was the first person to uh, to edit the almanac uh, and gave it to Thomas Jefferson. So <laughs> uh, he was then the Secretary of State uh, uh, in in the 18th century. This was a black man. Uh, just this amazing history here, uh, and um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and talk about uh, some of the ones that people might know right away, and then I'll have a, a, really a lot of history, a lot, a lot to talk about some that we don't know about. But a guy named Henry Blair, <laughs> he was a corn seed planter. I guess people got tired of bending it over with corn, and so he invented uh, a machine to be able to uh, uh, to plant the corn. Uh, and uh, the the patent did, was not physically identified. The patent holder by race, but uh, Jennings' achievement was remarkable, and that that freed the farmers up, gave them a little bit of flexibility, uh, and that uh, it's just interesting here. And also, probably you want to know, we all know about George Washington Carver. Uh, he invented the, uh, the crop rotation, and because of his work. Uh, he, he saved the agriculture in the South. I mean, he was beneficial to the Southerners uh, and, uh, I, and, uh, and saving the crops. Uh, also, he was uh, part of um, uh, Tuskegee, uh, 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 Tuskegee University, or it was an institute in those days. And, um, and uh, there's a science uh, lab named after him there. Uh, and, uh, of course, we know that... Uh, he found many uses for the peanut butter and sweet potato. In fact, there's a book out there with his recipes in it for sweet potato, for all kinds of things you can do with sweet potatoes. And of course, most people was raised on peanut butter uh, in America. And that was before uh, uh, things got GMO'd because when I was growing up, nobody died from eating peanut butter. So it must be because of lately what has happened to peanut butter. Uh, uh, if, if so, it wasn't in the news that I heard about. Um, because we know that, uh, well, maybe we might not know, but uh, Louis Lattimore, uh, he uh, actually discovered the uh, the carbon filament uh, filament for the light bulb. So he give uh, Edison the credit for the light bulb, but the filament that went inside that light bulb 
was uh, uh, was designed and uh, discovered by Louis Latimer. He lived between 1848 and 1928. So he died in 1928. Um, and uh, Charles Drew, um, he was the man who, in who invented a plasma so that you can have a, a drug, a, a, a blood transfusion today. Um, and a guy named uh, Jan Ernest Maslin invented the shoe shoelacing uh, machine. By that time, you didn't have a machine to make that, to make shoelaces. And we know that shoelaces are very, 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 very important. Uh, <laughs> you remember, because just teaching your kids to tie up their shoes was a major accomplishment. A guy named John Parker, 1827, he uh, was born, he died in 1900, so he was born as a slave. Um, he, he, uh, he invented the tobacco press so they could make the... Uh, uh, so he could make the uh, the tobaccos to roll the tobaccos, tobaccos to the cigarettes, uh, and uh, he was also a conductor on the Underground Railroad. <laughs> That's amazing. So it's it's just it, this is it's so rich. It is so rich that we the history uh, uh, that we have uh, that has been, <laughs> and this is a guy named Samuel uh, Scotchran, eighteen forty three, born a slave. I uh, lived in 1905. He invented the dual adjustable murals, murals for uh, for barber shops and beauty shops. <laughs> Amazing, all the way well, a long time ago, and it's still being used today. Uh, it's still being used today. <laughs> and a guy named Lewis Temple, born in Bondage, 18 1800, and he died in 1854. But he he uh, invented the whaling harpoon. So I'm going to read up about him and to see if he died out there while he was trying to catch a whale. I'm going to want to understand that one. Um, and it says I, I, he, was, he was not a whaler, but he invented that. That's interesting because he only lived for 54 years. Uh, so he, he was born in bondage and also died, died, as a, died as a slave. So that's interesting. Well, I'm going to take a break right here. I'm going to come back with my guests in a few minutes here. Uh, we're going to take a break. You listen to Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. We come back. I bring my guests up. Thank you. Stayed on freedom. Oh, I woke up this morning with my mind. Stayed on freedom. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com today. Have you memorized every public restroom on your way to work? Sat through too many meetings with horrible stomach pain? Is no energy your new normal? It's time to spill your guts. Urgent diarrhea, chronic stomach pain, and extreme fatigue can be signs of Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation can help you learn more and even find a specialist. Don't keep your symptoms to yourself. Get help today at spillyourguts.org. That's spillyourguts.org. Bringing good vibes to the Puget Sound and the world. Alternative Talk 1150. 
Well, good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, from Walden. My joy to be on the air. I love that song because my mind stayed on freedom. <laughs> oh, yes, it has to stay on freedom if you live in America. If you live anywhere in the world, we're actually, it's no perfect government. All right, so hi, I'm going to bring on my next guest. He's been on before. He's against the Gabriel Prawl. He's president of the A. Philip Randolph Institute. We're both, uh, he's president, I'm a member there. And he's coming on to actually give us some great information about the uh, legislative day coming up here on the 19th of February. Hi, Mr. Prawl, welcome to Mother's Justice Show and happy, happy Black History Month. Thank you very much, Mother Harriet, and happy Black History Month to you as well. Oh, thank um, you. Um, and thank you for inviting me to your show so I could share this um, historic event that we do every year. Yes. Um, representing our community, mm -hmm. uh, the African-American community. And um, that's um, Charles Rowland African-American Legislative Day that will be happening on February 19th in the Capitol. Right. Um, the idea of African-American Lobby Day is to make sure that um, we can connect with those leaders that we elect to do the work to represent our community. And um, our goal is to have some kind of interaction with our governor, our legislator, our department's heads, and our senators on the work that they're doing to represent our community. It's important that the community has a voice and we have the uh, information that when time comes for voting, they know who is really representing them and who will get their vote to continue the work that they're doing. Um, we believe in, and um, one of the things that we have is a bus leaving Seattle on 24th and Jackson. And that's gonna be uh, uh, 7.30, the board of bus. And, um, and that bus will be making a stop in Federal Way at the Costco located at 351 in Federal Way. So if you didn't get on the bus in Seattle, and you live in South, you probably could get down the bus at the, in the parking lot at um, Costco in Federal Way. And um, the, the event will start at 9.30 a.m. and end at 3 p.m. We'll be providing some breakfast type of um, things for people coming and, and also provide some lunches. We'll be back so, or bag lunch for our people attending. The event. Our things that um, our main thing is that this is our opportunity to focus on the thing that our community need, especially with the idea of we have um, um, money that that um, is um, really directly um, focused on um, building our community, like the reinvestment uh, funds that needs to help our um, young entrepreneur our nonprofit organizations to continue to survive and build, especially um, as we see unemployment is not as high as it's supposed to be. And um, just like they hire people, they fire more than they hire, right? Wow. So, so there's a lot of things at stake here. We got also the grocery stores, the big grocery stores merging together and um, that's gonna hike up the bill and what the cost of food is going to be. So we have to pay attention to all these things that are facing our community and our people in the future. Well, you know, I've gone uh, most of the times. I missed a few, uh, but uh, most of the times I've gone and 
and all the way back to before we even got it uh, together. I mean, because at one time it was not in statute. I mean, they didn't, uh, uh, the African-American uh, 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 commissions, they were not set up then. But we've come a long ways uh, in Washington State that uh, I call it the Mississippi of the West for Black people doing business. <laughs> I tried to do business in the state of Washington. I really do. I mean, because uh, after I-9... I uh, after I two hundred was uh you know was uh, kind of gutted and and what happened here a lot of black business owners lost their business because uh, uh, that people that did business with the state uh, they lost their business and I was one of those people but uh, one of those persons and um and I I tell you just going down there on the bus I mean in those days Lacey Steele was was still with us the late Verlene Jones was still with us and. I even Deshaun Lean was on the bus more than one time. So, so yeah, it's been, uh, I, I think, I think it's a rewarding event. Uh, and it's so good for the children to go on the campus because we own that. We own that campus. That's part of ours too. Our taxes support the state too. And we have a right, as Mr. Wise, I, I, Mr. Wise's daughter say, we built this joint for free. So we have a right to be able to, uh, to ask for our fair share. Uh, and that's what, and also hear from them, and so they can hear from us. Uh, and uh, so many times, the laws that they put on, uh, and people are fighting for, or working for, is so, uh, so against us. And so, uh, a lot of the police bills now they're trying to overturn some of the one wins that was had there in the twenty twenty one. Now they want to, you know, it's amazing how uh, how law enforcement that. Uh, refuse to change they all they want everything and <laughs> don't want to give up nothing so it's so many things that we're working on and i just appreciate the fact that you and i uh, miss vanessa and uh and uh, you know we're we're small in numbers compared to a lot of affiliates but i tell you we're mighty i mean you want to talk a little bit about some of the things like the turkey drop and some of the other things that eight philip randolph and also if there's any union members out there just looking for an affiliate and you want to be part of a group that does something, you could think about becoming a member of uh, A. Philip Randolph Institute. So yes, uh, Mother, um, thank you for mentioning that. Yes, we've been doing a lot of things in our community. Um, we, every other day, we make sure we, we uh, reach out to unions to donate money to get turkey for our community or people that is in need at, at those times. But we also serve the community and in education uh, and, and the, and, and in the rights and in the things that are happening today and also to give them the, the knowledge that um who is running for office, where they stand and um, the information so they know what way to vote. We got to look at what's going on today. I mean, we have a, a movement that's going on that's trying to destroy, as you say, everything that the movement, the black and the um, civil rights are built and fought for, died for. And um, they want to take away all that just like that. And uh, not only that, that we are people in office that are running now that are based on just pure lies. They are uh, moving with pure lies and, um, and giving, putting all bad information to the, to the people. And um, it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous because we have to look at what's coming next. And we have to look at what our young people have to deal with next. And as you say, many of the people have did the good fight uh, moved on and here we are continuing to fight and we have to make sure that the new generation gets the knowledge to keep it strong and fight back because they will take us back 
if we allow it to happen and, and not on my watch. I cannot do that on my watch. I'm going to fight till the end. I'm still fighting. <laughs> well, you know, I agree with you on that. Uh, and, uh, you know, one of the things the scripture says, our people perish for the lack of knowledge. And, uh, and, uh, and that's just true because the knowledge is really truly available. Uh, uh, and sometimes uh, we either don't know how to dispense it or they're not having a, uh, 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 a ear to, to listen but I, I know that you and I have lived through a lot. I mean, you're not, I mean, you're not nearly where I'm at as, uh, uh, in decades uh, age, but um, it's amazing to see the progress that we made uh, from uh, 161 years ago. I mean, you know, for, from, I mean, it, it's, uh, when you look at the progress that we made in 160 years uh, plus, I mean, by about 161 years, it's amazing. I mean, uh, we had nothing. I mean, uh, nothing when people were so-called freed, uh, no ways of making even a living. But uh, the, the people took what they had and built townships and built things and uh, continued to add to the economy. Uh, uh, even hey, they probably had a lot of stolen wages then. I guess they call that sharecropping. So today it's called stolen wages, isn't it? When people yeah. <laughs> when people work on these jobs and they don't get paid. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so we had a lot of stolen wages in those days. They called that sharecropping. I guess you could work all the year and you end up with nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? But look where that's, we've that's come. Correct. That's yeah, correct. we could work all the year and end up with nothing. nothing. You know, you're not even not even um, collect enough from Social Security to be able to pay your bills. I mean, what? it's 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 just ridiculous. I remember my parents. My dad worked all his life. Um, I so did that my mom, and uh, when they retired, they didn't have no pension, and and social security was not enough to, to, to for them to survive. I had to right. help them out, and, and many of right. right. that's what it was for many yeah. many of uh, our, our families. Oh yeah, you know, and 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 one of the things that that you know, uh, Gabriel, is it structural racism? It, you know, it's it's built into the system. I mean, you know, and on the jobs and all of this stuff that's in, and it's built into the system. And you can be a good worker and still not get advanced. You know, you can be a good worker, come every day, never late, you know, never had a big write-up or nothing against you. And you still don't get the opportunities that other people get. And it's structural. And it's not that we're lazy people. How could a people who built a, a nation be lazy? <laughs> you know, that's not true. But that, but the work of I, I, what A. Philip Randolph has continued to do uh, I think it's amazing. I've only been to two conferences. I went to the one in Oakland. Of course, I went to the one I, I, in Jacksonville, Florida. I think that was in 2007 or eight. Uh, I went to Jacksonville, uh, Florida. But um, I tell you, when you go to a, a, a Philip Randolph a, a convention, you get to see all of these black people in leadership that's in these unions across the country. Uh, you get to see a wonderful president, uh, Ms. Cleola Brown, uh, and all of these people. I mean, I don't know where it's going to be at this year. Where is it going to be at this year, uh, Gabriel? It's going to be in Florida. Uh, Fort Back Lauderdale. in Florida. Yes. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe I know since I'm a Floridian. Uh, as you say that, you know, I rem you know, it reminds me of many of the people that are being part of APRI, including our, our last um, our leader that we just lost, um, Joe Madison. Oh yeah, who, uh, who oh. Moved on, and he was a great um, 
member of APRI. Oh, up. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yes, he yeah. passed away a few days ago. A few days um, ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, that's a big loss because, you know, Joe Madison, the Black Eagle was a great show. He was taking on, um, telling truth to power. And um, no, you know, he leaves on the legacy for us to continue the work. Uh, yes. like he always said, put it where the goat can take, get it. Because you have to make people understand what you're talking about. You lay it out and make sure they understand because sometimes we hear things, but we don't have no understanding of what it is. Right. Yeah. Well, listen, we're going to have, have just a couple more minutes. You want to talk about the bus and where the people can catch the bus at on our legislature's day, which is February 19th. Uh, you want to give some more information about the bus? So the bus is at, um, it's going to be leaving at, at 7.30. So you got to get there early, 7.30 in the morning on the 19th at 24th on um, Jackson at mm -hmm. uh, Hope by um, Missionary Baptist Church. And then it also will stop at, um, in that's uh, Greater Mount, that, Yeah, that, that's not New Hope, but what is, that's uh, yeah. at Greater Mount Baker? Uh, Greater uh, Mount Baker. Great, yeah. Greater Mount Baker. Yeah, you're right, sorry. Mm -hmm. That's our correction. Greater Mount Baker, Missionary Baptist Church. Mm -hmm. And yes, they will be leaving there. And then um, the next stop, one will make one stop in Federal Way at the Costco okay. parking lot and then head to the Capitol. Um, right now we are racing fun because this is, you know, anytime we have to do things that are led by Blacks and, and guided by Blacks, we usually have to fight to get donation to make it happen because um, the power that's be always um, try to hold us back from doing the right. work. So um, I'm asking that people can help by donating and you can send it to um, our, our APRI Seattle um, address at 5030 1st Avenue South, Seattle, Washington, 98134. And that's 5030 1st Avenue South, Suite 208, Seattle, Washington, 98134. And um, well, let's meet in, in the Capitol. Let's give our message. Let's send the word to the uh, leaders that the community is watching and they demand to be equal at the table. All right, because if you're not at the table, you are, you're on the menu. So you're on the menu. menu. Yeah. I mean, that's what the great yes. leader said. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, thank you and so Dr. much. King, and Dr. King, just to, before I close, the one thing that Dr. King said, um, um, where do we go from here? That was a question. Community or chaos? Well, let's yeah, go to yeah. let's go to community. Okay. Yeah. Right. Thank you so much for being on Mother's Justice Show. This show is available also on podcasts for people who might who might have missed the show. But thank you so much, and I plan on being on that bus. I, I really do. All right. And thank you for thank the invitation. You. All righty. All right. right. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 11:50 a.m. KKNW. I'm your host from Walden. We'll be right back. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com. 
healing.com today. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m., right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. Everyone has a community, a neighborhood, school, kids' teams, where you worship, work, work out, or any other place or group where you choose to belong. Communities can provide support when you need it, and even when you don't know you do. Like when it comes to preventing underage drinking and other substance use, community members can be your eyes and ears when you're not with your kids and alert you to signs of potential problems. Learn more at talktheyhearyou.samsa.gov. You found us. Maybe you've been guided to listen. Alternative Talk 1150. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on there. I love Black history because every day is Black history. But we have a great month of uh, February because uh, Carter G. Woodson, I, I, it's Lincoln's birthday, and I... I and what, what what's his name? I, I we'll think of his name in just a minute here. It's two of them. Uh, that uh, that the reason why we have it in this month is not because it's the shortest month, uh, but it's because of his love for. And I'll get that other name here. How you doing, Miss Francis Oliver down there in Florida? I'm you, the historian down there. Oh, we're doing just fine, trying to get rid of this governor we got. <laughs> well, Lisa's not running for president anymore. <laughs> I think I think the whole United States are, are glad that happened. <laughs> oh my goodness, my goodness, my goodness! Well, you want us to start off you, a little bit talking about that? Says, you know, you heard what he's doing this week, don't you? He said, "I know Florida I haven't heard." Troops. No, he said, uh, "Florida troops to Texas to do what? To help Abbott uh, watch the border. To help Abbott with the border." How can how can he use the uh, uh, the uh, how can he use those for to do out of to go out of state? That's what everybody asking. Oh no, he how can't he use them. Use, he can't use them that way. From Florida and send them to Texas. They already gone. They already in Texas. Well, mm. somebody should have been filing a lawsuit against it. That's not the that's not the uh, use for those. They're supposed no. to be used in state for in state emergency. See exactly. Wow. Okay, you know, you know, I want to go back to. I want to go back to Carter G. Woodson. Uh, It was Frederick Douglass' birthday in February, and also um, Lincoln's birthday is the reason why it was chosen for February, not because it's the shortest month. Some people think that they gave us that month, but they don't know that Carter uh, he started it because because that was the two birthdays that he was recognizing. For Black History. Okay, so. but you know, Harry, when we were in school, we didn't celebrate Frederick. Just it was, uh, it was Abraham Lincoln and uh, and George Washington, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I don't remember it for uh, George Washington. I mean, I would, I don't remember that, but you, you might be right because February. You... Remember in February they put up Abraham Lincoln pitching George Washington pitching the classroom. You don't remember uh... that. No, because in my classroom we always had all the black pictures all the way around the room all the time. You know, Booker T. Washington picture was up, and uh, you know, George Washington Carver picture was up. 
in some of the classrooms no, that I went in. in February, that's because, see, we weren't celebrating February Black History when I graduated from high school. They started, when did they start celebrating uh, uh, February as Black History? They used to do one day. Well, I don't know because I got it in high school. I graduated in 63. Well, see, I graduated in 61. Okay. And, but uh, I do know and, that uh, I know, I know that we talked about off, black. History. It started off with one day. We had one right. day of Black History Day, and well, then sometime in the late sixties, I think was well, maybe the early seventies, they went to one month. Okay. Well, I know growing up, I, I it was a lot of pictures and a lot of talk about black people in, in the classes that I had. Of course, you know, Miss Franklin and, and all the people that I, uh -huh. all the teachers that I had, you know. So, I mean, I grew yeah, well, up knowing had, about black We had George Washington, I mean, George Washington Carver and Booker T. Washington and all them, right. you know, Mary and Anderson and, That's and right. some of those others that, that I remember, they were right. in the hallways of the class, of the school, you right. know, like in the, yeah. like in the hallway, yeah. but I don't, I don't remember them being in any individual classroom. They would mm. have them in the office and, 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 and mm -hmm. in the office and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I remember reading or talking about some of these people when I was when I was growing up, and maybe I learned it someplace else. But I know I learned it growing up with some oh, of no, them. No, <laughs> we uh we talked about George Washington Carver, right? Uh, 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 Mary Anderson, uh, the boys, Mary Mathune, the Du Bois, and huh? Mary McLeod Mathune, Mary McLeod Mathune, uh huh. Right. Mm -hmm. But you know who I don't remember talking about? Oh. Zora. Well, you know, I never heard of her when I was growing up. I never uh -huh. heard of her uh, when I when I was growing up. I mean, I went to Edenville many times, but uh, I never heard of her, uh, who she was until I got till, till well, I got. I heard Disney of grown. her here in Sanford because you know her daddy's house is here in Sanford. Her daddy built a house here in Sanford. Okay. And you knew the Hurston. You knew Mr. Hurston that used to run the um that used to run the library at Coons. Yes. That's her. That's her aunt. Oh really? Yes. Okay. Her name. Well, Alvin I didn't know that because the name never came up for me. Just like uh, uh -huh. just like the uh, the town that got burned out, and they made a movie about it down there in mm -hmm. Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Hurston, Miss Hurston ran the library, and her husband worked somewhere in the school system. I don't know what he did. The little short, funny-looking man. Well, right. That, uh, yeah, Zora's daddy and he and Mr. Hurston was was brothers. Right. Wow. Well, that's why did I say that's that, why we have you, you know on because Zora, you're the historian, Steve. That's why you're uh -huh, here because you you're the know, historian. Yeah. Did you know that Zora's daddy built Professor Croon's house? No, I did. That's why you're here to tell us because I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of history in Sanford, you know, especially in Goldsboro. Yeah. Edenville is the, um, is the uh, oldest is the oldest uh, black uh, incorporated city in the whole United States. And Goldsboro was second. Because, right. Because uh, they were brothers. They were two brothers, Joe Clark and William Clark. Right. And, and uh, I think the Clark we, we was some kind of way. Charter. I think the Clark was some kind of way attend, uh, 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 related to the Waldens because I know Jocelyn in Tampa was working on that. Some kind yes. of way. Yeah, she mm -hmm. Yeah, she's been to the museum twice. Uh huh. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah. So she's been working on that, and somehow we all the Clarks is related to the Walden. See. 
Uh-huh. Well, you know, know, Laura spent more time in France because her daddy was the pastor of St. John Church over there. Uh, wow, Lord okay. John. Yeah. The one uh, uh, across town, he was a pastor there. And he stopped pastoring that church when uh, when uh, when uh, Zora was 10 years old. And then when she was 13, her mom died. They were living in Edenville. Her mom died, so the dad had brought the children to Sanford, and that's where they lived. She lived in Sanford longer than she lived in Edenville. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you, that's, that's why you're here. But you want to just tell a little bit about Goldsboro and how when it was incorporated and just give some history uh-huh. about Goldsboro. Since it was the second, it would be the second oldest in America if it was still uh, in, yes. uh, incorporated uh-huh. Uh-huh. as a as a as a township. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had a lot of uh, you had a lot of communities, you know, like Rosewood people. As a matter of fact, when they burned Rosewood down, because uh, you know we didn't have the communication that we had now, we didn't have cell phones and all this kind of stuff. And when they burned Rosewood down, they thought that, a lot of people thought they had burned Goldsboro down. Okay. Uh-huh. Wow. And when, when Alice Walker came to Sanford looking for Zora, Zora's grave, and they told her Zora wasn't buried in Sanford, but she does have people, all the mother persons are buried in Sanford. Her dad is not buried in Sanford, but her mama buried in Sanford somewhere. But anyway, um, uh, Alice Walker came looking for her grave, but it wasn't here. It was down in Clearwater somewhere. But uh, uh, when she came when she came looking for it, uh, the people in the people in Edenville told her that Goldsboro burned down, but it wasn't Goldsboro; it was Rosewood. I see, I uh-huh. see. Wow, wow, wow! I tell you, we had um, lost our charter. We had lost our charter, and the people from Gold, Blacks and Goldsboro, just like went into a shell. They didn't talk to nobody because they they definitely weren't talking to the white folks in Sanford. Right. They was they stopped working for them. They stopped talking to them. They stopped communicating with them. And so that's why outside people thought that Goldsboro was the one that burned down, but it was Rosewood. Well, and I had never and heard Rosewood of Rosewood. Was not a, huh? I said growing up, I had never heard of Rosewood. See. Well, I tell you, I had heard of it when I was growing up because Miss Ella Sims, who used cross town, uh, you know, a lot of uh, when they uh, Rosewood was right out of right out of St. Augustine up there. And uh, oh, okay. a lot, when, the tra- when the train got the ones that survived, they dropped some of them. They dropped, they, 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 some of them came to Jacksonville and some of them came to Sanford. Half of them oh. came to Sanford. So I knew two of them that stayed with Miss Ella Sims, two of the men that stayed with Miss Ella Sims, they used to tell us about Rosewood and how they burned it down. Wow, and I guess it was a real prosperous little town that they burned Oh, yeah, for black folks. See, that's what happened. It was the black folks was prospering. That's what happened with Goldsboro. Well, yeah, and you know, mm-hmm. there's another book written by somebody, I think might have been this, went to Savannah, went where you graduated from. I mean, it's a, an educator there, I believe, from that school that wrote A Black Progress, White Rage. And this book outlines all the progress, not all of it, because it's too much to get in one book. Uh, some of the progress where black people was making such progress and when right white rage exactly. come in, they exactly. As yeah, they burn fact, them. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, that next house I'm building, the house, the land where I'm building this house, if you see, if you saw the movie Rosewood, the the, the white man that had the store, right. That was his store was moved off the land I just bought. 
Oh, really? And where's that land at you just bought? Up in up near St. Augustine? Southwest Road is right off the of Southwest Road. Oh, really? They moved, yeah, they moved that house to film the the movie Rosewood, and they moved to like six houses out of Sanford. They look them little shanties that was up there on Thirteenth Street. Remember yeah. uh, Lincoln Court? Yes. They moved five houses out of Lincoln Court because they filmed the, they filmed Rosewood in Leesburg. And oh, they okay. Moved, they moved five houses out of Sanford, uh, out of Lincoln Court up there for 13th Street, you know, and they and that's the those are houses they that's the ones they burned down in the movie Rosewood. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you that there's there's another tragedy in Orange County uh, uh, that came to light not too long ago where they uh, burned and and killed people also in Florida. Oh yeah, you're talking about uh, Okoye. Yeah, Okoye. Didn't know about that one either growing up. <laughs> oh yes, I did. Um, they did. They just did a big thing about Okoye, and I wrote a poem. And it's so uh, the whole the whole thing. You can pull up the whole thing on YouTube. And as a man, when you pull it up, you I, I'm reading my poem on the documentary. Oh really? Okay, okay. And it's it's about Okoye there in Orlando. Yeah, it's, it's it's called yeah the massacre the ma- the Okoye massacre. Okay, my well I'll pull that up. Uh, uh, because yeah. I think one thing about Florida, Florida has had so many atrocities, and I know why the governor don't want you to teach any history, because uh, really, I mean, it, it predates him coming to Florida. I mean, you know, predates him coming to America. That's right. Well, see, where he's from in, 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 in Florida, you know, when he was came along, it wasn't about 10 black people in there. In, it called Marion or something like that in Florida. It's down near going toward Key West. Okay. And no, it probably wasn't all the They didn't there. have, yeah, they, they were such a little town. They didn't have about 10 black folks in the whole town. And they were working for white folks. Right. <laughs> well, I tell you, it's our so history he, that's going to give, he give us. He, he really doesn't know how to talk to black folks. He's never been around black folks. Well, hey, I I, I hope that, uh, I, I guess Florida don't have term limits. So he's planning, he's running for governor. He's going to run for governor again. Oh, uh, no, isn't no, he? no, no, no. He can't run no more. His limit up. This is second term. Can't run but two terms. Oh, really? So Florida got term limits on governors. Oh, yes. He can't run but two terms. He, he, oh, oh, so- he out of here. Oh, so no wonder he was trying to become president. Okay, now I didn't know Florida had term limits. Yes, Mm -hmm. they got term limit on all public office, but I don't know about yeah. They got they got time limit on judges too, because uh, uh, Perry, uh, 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 the uh, first black uh, Supreme Court Florida Supreme Court judge. That's why he had to retire because he had reached his, his limit, his term limit. Well, there's no term limits on federal judges. Federal judges come from the federal no, government. Federal so. judges can stay forever. <laughs> yeah, federal judges do. Well, I didn't know that, so that's hope for Florida. Oh yes, oh honey, he in his last, he in his last days. <laughs> it will not be no more Ron DeSantis after 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 this term after his term in this time. That's the end. Oh, okay. So you know that's like that song about screws. That, well, that's the greatest thing you ever done for me is to know that he can't run again. <laughs> <laughs> and honey, we so, look forward to it too. And let me tell you, it's not just the black folks in Florida. It's not. Don't think it's just the black folks. Uh uh-uh. uh No. What do you mean? Okay, Santa Mesa, because you know, because of Disney, because of Disney World. 
Oh yeah, they did. Well, you know what? When I think about Disney, he did the same thing to Disney that the state that that Sanford government did to to uh, to to Goldsboro went to and tried to dissolve exactly. their papers. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe they'll run a and Democrat. Not Disney this got him in court. Disney got him in court. Now and he's losing the court cases. Disney going to see. I knew that Disney. People say, "Well, why Disney not fighting the bank? Why did?" I said to myself, "Disney going to get him in the ballot box." And I bet you anything, Disney was the reason his money was cut off. People stopped donating to him. Because, you know, he started off with all these big donations. Wow. And then when he started stewing Disney, all his donations stopped. The big donations. Wow. He was getting well, them, you know. he, and he wasn't, he wasn't even getting trumpeted, the trumpeters' donations. Well, we just got a lot of trumpeters moved down there, though. A lot of, lot of, lot of. People down there move to Florida everything to support. In, everything in Florida is a trumpeter. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Say, if they're not, a, if they're not a trumpeter, they're a rhino. And he said, <laughs> Trump said when he get to be governor, he gonna get rid of all the rhinos. So, Harriet, I guess you won't see me no more. Oh, you mean when 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 he runs when he runs for president? No, Trump. When Trump wins, that's what oh. Trump say. Oh, well, yeah, but you know, I'm telling people, you know, I'm going to vote a Democratic ticket even if they run in Lassie because they're not going to round a, us up. I'm going to vote a Democratic ticket too, but that still don't mean I'm not a rhino. I've been <laughs> a rhino for almost 40 years. <laughs> well, let's just take a break and come back and talk a little bit about uh, about Florida history. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM You know, I'm your host. I love being on the radio. Thank you. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com today. Talk radio for the heart and soul. Alternative Talk 1150. Hey, I love Ruthie Foster, man. She's cool. Check her out if you've never listened to her before. You're going to love her music. Hey, you listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW, and I get animated on the radio. I really have a great time. I want to thank all the supporters who support me being on the air. Bring back my class, uh, my, my, my community person uh, in, in the town that I grew up in. Uh, we went to church together, true transparency. You know, I mean, I bring on people that I like and that I love, and then I bring on other people. So, all right. But, hey. Come on now, and Mr. Oliver, and let's talk about Goldsboro Museum and all the good stuff that's happening in Sanford here for the few more minutes we have left. Hey. Okay. Well, you know, I have to give Biden credit now. You know, uh, they, a lot of states, especially in the South, they've been, been bickering back and forth about history. You know, that they took some of the federal federal veteran signs of uh, uh, symbols down and, and monuments and all this kind of stuff and uh, change, change the names of some of the bases like Fort Bragg. They changed the name of Fort Bragg because that, that name, the man was a, was a racist. Well, they, the white folks was to go fight back, fight, fight back. So what they did, and they said that they were going to work on fund black museums and monuments in Florida. 
So Biden, to save the history, the black history in Florida, Biden put on the table millions of dollars for to preserve black history and monuments in the state of Florida. And that's how we got the $500,000. That's how we got a half a million. Um, and we were 15 on the list. I think it was 30, 30 cities or 30 museums throughout the United States that got the half a million dollars. And, uh, wow. and so, yes. And so now my city, the city of Sanford and the city you grew up in, you know, they only had one museum, and that was after that that, that that museum was put there because of Henry Sanders. I mean, Henry Sanford, who wow. was a racist. And he brought yeah, he was a racist. to Stanford, huh? I said, yeah, he was a racist, yes. And he brought slaves from the Congo to Sanford to help build Sanford. So the oh, really? That's that a piece of history had... I didn't know, Francis. So, so yeah, yeah, so you know, wow. Yeah, he brought slaves from the Congo, and uh, and it's all all down there in the museum. So that museum down there is Henry Sanford Museum. It's not Sanford Museum. So when we tried to get a museum, we asked the city to fund us a museum. Well, the first thing they said, we don't need two museums in Sanford. <laughs> Sanford's not big enough for two museums. <laughs> but the thing about it, the museum they had didn't have any black folks in it. Right. And the and the county museum only had two pictures of black folks and that's what's taken at the big tree. You remember when you just go to the big tree and take those pictures? Yes. Uh-huh. So that's why we opened up the Goldsboro Museum because we had a story in Goldsboro that needed to be told. So now after we have gotten the five hundred the five hundred thousand and we don't have enough money, then we went to the city and I guess I don't know if they had a change of mind, a change of heart, a change of something. But anyway, they're giving us three hundred thousand dollars. Well, that's wonderful. That that is so just we'll so. We have a total of almost a million. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it couldn't happen too. It, it, that's that's wonderful, Francis. And I sent I sent your lovely daughter I uh, the con the Confederate Constitution that I just came across, and it said that uh, and it said in that Confederate Confederate Constitution. That uh, that we would be uh, uh, that the Negro was subordinate uh, 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 to, to the white man, and uh, I mean, and, and so when they say that uh, that it wasn't, uh, it says that uh, upon the great truth that the Negro is not equal to the white man, that slavery subordinates subordination exactly. to the superiority mm -hmm. race, uh, superior race, and his natural and 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 is his natural normal condition is what it says. I yes. sent that to you. I'll send it to you too, because when people okay. are running, I they're running on that constitution. They're running on the Confederate. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but I got it. I have it in print. I mean, it's in writing, and it has the preamble. See, that's why I could. That's why I could not support Hillary Clinton, and I I I I couldn't support no Clinton because you know when 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 Bill got in, that's when we got that Thirteenth Amendment, and that Thirteenth Amendment says that. As long as you are incarcerated, you are a slave. Well, the Thirteenth Amendment was there, but he didn't make the Thirteenth Amendment. It was no, already no, there. But, but it was already there. But what he did was he put three strikes and you out and all this other stuff, which put a lot of black men in prison. And once you go to prison, the Thirteenth Amendment goes in effect once you would get in prison. 
Well, you know what? I, and I take, you know what I told people? I take full responsibility with as our group. We didn't teach till people not to become felons because it's clearly there. And they federalized, yeah, yeah. they made more, it was clearly there. It was clearly uh -huh. there always since 1865. It's been there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, right. and, but, and, but and, see, Clinton made it easy when he, when they came up with that Clinton law, that Clinton, you know, the Clinton uh, incarceration law or whatever it's called. Well, you know, you know, you know, you know, I understand that, but I tell you what, with Hillary, we would have got a better, it's always about, uh, it's always about the Supreme Court. A president can only last for eight years. It's always uh -huh. about the Supreme Court and Hillary, we would not have had the court that we have today. And I voted for it because I vote for, I voted for Dosha and the Supreme Court. That's all I vote for. All these other people, uh -huh. they're going to be gone in eight years. These Supreme Justice will be there for 40 years unless they exactly. die young. Exactly. And so the, so the Supreme Court is the is the arbiter of law in America, not the presidents. Yeah. Because everything I they agree. do can be and overturned. This is, why, this is why Donald Trump wanted to stake the, the, the courts. That's right. But 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 people would didn't hold their nose to vote for Hillary because it was always about the Supreme Court. And their goal was to take over the Supreme Court. And I knew that. Yeah, and that's why I always time Hillary ran Obama beat her. Well, I know, but it's always about the court. And I've been yeah. knowing that for a long time, and that's all I vote for. I vote for the uh -huh. Supreme Court because yeah. everybody else will be gone, you know? <laughs> so how, do you, so, how do you vote for Supreme Court? They appoint it. Well, but but a Democratic president will appoint better people for the court. It's going to be better. They wouldn't let Obama appoint one. They wouldn't let Obama uh, well, appoint but, 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 if, but, but if they take the House and the Senate and get those appointments in there, they'll do that. Okay. Well, they show Obama was supposed to part one and they, and and not. Well, they you know, but, but but that's because the Democrats set out in 2010 and didn't go vote uh, in the midterm election election, and the Tea Party voted in their people. And the people set out 2010. People have to take responsibility. They did not vote for Obama uh, in 2010. They did not go vote, and so the Tea Party took in midterm and blocked him. But it's always and about the, tea the court. Party, and the Tea Party turned into the Trump Party. Exactly. Well, listen, we're almost out of town. Out of time. It's always good talking to you because Every you're such a historian. Every time I get talking good, it's your time run out. <laughs> oh well, it's all good. It's all good. That time I'm gonna have you on for a whole hour, so we can just talk, no, no, talk, no, talk. No, no, no. I may not have enough to talk about. <laughs> well, it's always something good going on there. I mean, because you make it that. So I'm so glad you're doing what you're doing. Age is just a number. It doesn't mean anything. So, hey, our doesn't time is You've been listening to the You've been listening to Mother's Just a Show at 11.50 a.m. KKNW. I'm your host, Rev. Walden. Happy Black History Month. Thank you. Yeah.